Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Frank, Frank. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Hey everybody, training camp is here. It is underway. Uh, this podcast coming to you on Saturday. So really that first break in training camp that the Bills have had. And uh, we get to kind of recap a little bit about where some things are, talk about the team just a little bit, and hit on some of those off-season stories that we had really been focused on. Now, obviously, you know, my show usually comes out on Tuesdays. This week coming to you on Saturday. Just a little mix in the uh, in the schedule and happy to come to you a couple days early with the latest. Now, as always, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Tell you guys each and every week, check out the show notes. Got the information there. They've got great specials and discounts each and every week. And I got to tell you, these are the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. I love everything I get from the crew at Homage and big thanks to them for supporting the show. So now let's jump into things. When you talk about the start of camp, what that means, what it looks like for the team, right? We can move past so much of the speculation that we've all been doing for the months since the season ended and really finally start to look and say, what is this team going to look like moving forward? Now, first and foremost, I think for everybody this week and for the Buffalo Bills, they they got it out of the way on day one of training camp, but Stefan Diggs spending over 20 minutes uh, kind of doing a Q&A with the media, his his availability, and, and really just kind of talking through everything and really putting things to, to rest, I think, as it relates to any off-season controversy, talking about his happiness or lack of happiness with the Buffalo Bills, uh, kind of the situation that took place around mandatory minicamp, just just with everything. And I, I, I do believe and thought that Diggs did a great job with it. I thought he was incredibly sincere. And I think as we talk about it, uh, it's, it's everything moving forward at, at this point. His, uh, his rapport and his play with Josh Allen on the field, at least through a few days of practice, seems to be definitely one of the highlights of the club so far. Uh, and Diggs is here and, and said when asked by WGR 550 AM Sal Capaccio, uh, if he planned to retire as a Buffalo Bill, and his response was 100%. So, man, we spent a lot of time talking about it. And uh, and I agree, my buddy Pat Moran, who you guys know on Tuesdays, uh, I record with him for a Wednesday release for uh, for the Talking Buffalo show that he does each and every week. And he had said, like, everything that Diggs said was perfect. I just wish he did it like two months ago. And I get that part too, but it's probably a little better late than never. So, uh, like everyone, kind of, <laughs> we've been done talking about any perceived or potential uh, drama around Stefan Diggs and his relationship with the club. Uh, turns out to be all positive moving forward, and that's where I think the conversation should remain moving forward. Now, 
when we talk about the start of camp, I think there's there's really been three three competitions in camp that we have talked about before, and I'm just going to touch base on them uh, at this point just a, a, a little bit to kind of give an idea on where where things are. I assume most of you have been been up to speed on things, but I'm going to just kind of weigh in with a little bit of my opinion on each of these situations as well. Um, I'm going to start with cornerback two. And cornerback two, we have seen the majority of the first team reps come from Dane Jackson, uh, some first team reps from Christian Benford, and some first team reps with Kyir Elam. Um, and I'm going to say, like, honestly, I try not to get too frustrated around things with with the Bills. Right at, at this stage, once you, you kind of get through the drought and your team is good and, and you know, it's just this is fun. We, we do this for fun. I do this podcast for fun and I enjoy interacting with, uh, with other bills fans because you know, this is, this is what we do, right? This is our, our hobby. It's a a level of enjoyment that comes to it for me, but man, I gotta be honest. I am frustrated with the Kyer Elam situation. And I feel like there's gotta be something else going on. I, I just, I just have to feel that. And I don't know what it is. Um, because from an upside, from an ability, from an athleticism, uh, in my mind, he is he is your best option at cornerback two, opposite of Tredavious White. I thought he showed that in the playoffs last year, um, one of the few bright spots in the game against the Bengals, uh, played well against the Dolphins. And, and I've said this so many times on the pod, but I'm going to say it again. I mean, other than really the game against the Steelers last year, which was like a 35-3 to victory that he kind of got picked on a little bit, I thought Elam showed well. And I have nothing against Dane Jackson. I have nothing against Christian Benford. But it just goes back to this piece that I kind of just can't get past when you trade up for someone in the first round. And by all accounts, right, he says the right things. He does the right things. Yeah, is he learning on the job a bit? Absolutely. But he has shown the splash plays. He's shown the ability and the athleticism. But yet it still keeps coming back to Dane Jackson. And, you know, as you do this, like you knew what you had in Dane Jackson. So when you go with it, it just, it's a little... I don't know, man. I am just, I am confused. I am, I am confused to say, to say the least. And, you know, it's okay to have a lot of talent at cornerback. I can remember times where there was a, a complete lack and thank God for Tredavious White and then Levi Wallace for what he was able to do. And, you know, and I, I get all of that. But I look at the potential duo of White and Elam together and I see a potential there in athleticism that can be one of the top cornerback duos in the league. And again, very sufficient in someone like Dane Jackson. Too early for me to be um, definitive in talking about Christian Benford, right? Could be a little bit of a diamond in the rough with what he is able to do. But for right now, I'm just frustrated. And I probably shouldn't be. I mean, we're just, again, when you talk about the level of play, but I want to see Kyir Elam be that starter. Um, almost like as a justification for the pick, as a justification for trading up, for everything that went into that, 
And again, when he's out on the field, I don't look at things and be like, oh my God, this guy can't cut it. He can cut it. That's the part that's confusing to me. So when I say, is there something else going on? I don't know what that piece is and and I don't want to speculate or anything like that, but it just, I don't know, man. It's just me venting to y'all on the pod just a little bit here. So just uh, bear with me for a second. Two other competitions taking place. Uh, The other, you know, when you talk about the linebacker spot vacated uh, when Tremaine Edmonds signed with the Chicago Bears, Day one, it was Terrell Dodson getting the first team reps. Day two, Terrell Bernard. Then you hear that Dorian Williams is, you know, really not going to be in the mix there. He's going to be playing more on the outside. So you're thinking it's a two-man race. Not so fast, my friend. Balen Spector getting the first team reps on day three of camp. And when you think of that and you think of him as a player, former sixth round pick, maybe in a little bit more. I mean, I use this term very loosely, right? Maybe in more of a the Matt Milano mold of things. Okay. Um, Balen Spector and getting a, a ton of praise at the end of practice from Jordan Poyer in the press conference talking about how impressive that he has been, how impressive he was commanding the huddle, making the calls on defense. And I've never seen Jordan Poyer as one of those players to just heap praise for the sake of doing it. You know, we could joke about Von Miller and everything that he says, and, you know, that's all fine. And, and you know, Poyer's very sincere and very genuine with what he says. So now you talk about it, and it's like, okay, maybe it is a three-man race, but it's not the three guys that you thought initially with Balen Spector being in the mix. So let's see what happens here. Uh Certainly from it, I mean, to me, has been a little bit of an afterthought, right? When you just think of, okay, core special teams players, not not someone that's really going to contend for defensive snaps. Pale inspectors in the mix. And by all accounts from those that were at camp and members of the media during Friday's practice, sounds like he did all right. So let's keep an eye on this one. Could this be another diamond in the rough Linebacker for Sean McDermott and his defense. We'll see what happens there. Finally, third position that we take a look at, and it's a uh, it's a competition. But you know, I think there was a lot of speculation when the Bills drafted Osiris Torrance that hey, was that right guard position going to be his to lose? Um, I've always been a fan of Ryan Bates, not just because of the flexibility, but just you know coming in and playing admirably, doing a good job at right guard last year. I say doing a good job, right? He's not going to light the world on fire, knock your socks off, whatever cliche you want to use, right? But as a solid starter in the NFL. Well, at least it seems through these three days that uh, that Torrance has gotten a number of snaps at right guard. And, you know, I don't have a breakdown of who's getting more versus the other and this and that, but this is a true competition, Right When we look at things and you look at the rotation between the two, it is a bit of a two-man race in this position, and it's Torrance and it's Ryan Bates. And for the rookie to be getting the number of snaps, at least that it's being reported that he has through the first three days of camp, makes you think like, okay, this is, this is legit. This is not one of those things where it's just, hey, we're taking a look at three different guys or we're giving him a, you know, a smattering of snaps here and there. Right from the beginning, he has been in that mix. So let's see what happens. 
Um, you know, certainly if if he does win the starting job and Ryan Bates is a you know a movable piece that you have of someone that can play both guard spots, can play center. Heck, I mean, there's always been the story that he can play one of the tackle positions if needed. Not a bad thing to uh, to say the least, but that is one to to look out for. I've always been of the mindset that um, you know if it's close, it's going to go to Bates, right? But if Torrance comes in and he just shows out and shows that he is, you know, clearly the better player of the two, all right, the second round pick might be in the mix, getting the start. So, you know, there's plenty of other things that we could talk about from camp. I mean, certainly through three days, um, everybody's enamored with Dalton Kincaid. You love to see it, right? I mean, Stefan Diggs has been the the star as far as the offensive weapons go, as he should be. Kincaid right behind him as far as that rookie goes and just being having that ability, right, to fill that void in the slot, having an early rapport with Josh Allen, certainly does with Dawson Knox as well. Everyone raving about Kincaid and what he's been doing. Another guy too, Trent Shurfield. Um, when he signed with the Bills, right, there was a lot of, um, you know, you saw reactions from from folks in Miami not happy with him coming to Buffalo, teammates not happy with the news. He continues to make an impression. And, and this is a guy, right, this isn't like in the past where it's like, oh, it's a camp darling, an undrafted free agent. No, this guy has delivered in the NFL in his time in San Francisco, in his time with Miami. Um, he's a high-character player who's worked through adversity. Um, Tyler Dunn at Go Long TD did a great, and I mean great, profile on him. Google it, look it up, find it. It is there, certainly on his site. One of the the great pieces that Tyler has put together. Um, but Trent Sherfield is is one of those those players that it's just like, okay, he is going to be hard to keep off the field. And finally, Deontay Hardy, right? Listed at five foot six. I think it was Matt Povey said, I'm not even quite sure if that might be a little bit generous. I think it was uh I think it was Matt Beauvais who had who had mentioned that. But just a, a guy who is incredibly fast, who is incredibly athletic. And when you think about someone that can be uh, you know, an offensive weapon for the Bills. I'm excited to see it. So listen, that those first couple of days right there in the books, there's so much more you can talk about, but I wanted to just share some of my thoughts. Uh, thanks for letting me vent around the cornerback two position. I certainly appreciate that. Also, appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week, subscribing to Buffalo Rumblings and our podcast and vidcast feed. So happy to come to you with new content each and every day. And of course, I appreciate everyone at homage.com for the support of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I'm going to get out of here for now. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll be back with you next week. And as always, go Bills.